Listener Production. Listening to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen, and me, Chloe Fisher. A place where we ground womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief to fertility and everything in between. Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions, ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. Wow. Wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. That was a big thing. I'm exhausted. I'm bloody cooked. Elodie's walking around with like one eyeball. Can anyone else do that? Like one, no, I can't. One eyelid eyelid closed and one eyelid open and I'm like, I can't look at you like this. I'm half fucking asleep. I'm just so tired. Last week since launching the new Darling Shine series and shit, Chloe and I... have been like running around this studio on the Gold Coast going into like being forced to go into every room that's on the radio. <laughs> and so they're like shoving us indoors. All right, you're on now, you're on now. And then they're like, oh, so what's going on? And we have to say a little spiel. And then we get shooed into another one five seconds later and then shooed back and forth through all these different ones. And then the, one of them was like, all right, so we're going to play um, – Boom, 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 boom by the Venga Boys. Can you guys like introduce introduce the song and shit and like Honestly. It was really scary. We are not made for radio. Nah, me and Chloe were just like pronouncing the radio session wrong and stuff. I was like <laughs> No, 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 just saying the wrong number. Like they're like, it's ninety point one, hit whatever it's called. And then Ellie's like, ninety nine point six FM. I'm like, <laughs> They literally had like a sign held up with the number. I'm like, why can't we follow instructions? Even the other day, we we're trying to record this video that we had to do, and Elodie's like, "Hi, welcome to Darling Shine. I'm Chloe," and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> when someone gives me a script or says I've got to say something, I literally just, I just can't do it. But no. if if someone asks me a question about something I know and I need to ad hoc answer it. Obviously, I know how to do that. It's also funny with radio too. Like you just, I mean, we're not used to radio. So like we're used to telling our story and like expanding on it. We were in this one session and they're like, so tell us what Paul is like, like outside of like Instagram because he seems so crazy. I'm like, yeah. And like, I was like, it's, he is, he's really chill. And like, we like to, we like to eat. And they're like, so that was so good to have you guys on air. And I'm like, Oh my god! I literally just said we like to eat, and then got cut off, and then the show finished. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Because wow. they literally wanted like a one-word answer, and Chloe just well, actually, both of us just kept words. elaborating like hectically, and they're going these like they're doing like these windmill signs with their hands, going wrap it up, wrap. It up. <laughs> and we're oh. used to getting on and talking each other's heads off for like an hour. So, so if you heard us on the radio last week, we apologize because we're not they practice keep radio like, people. Yeah, they keep being like, oh, you girls will be fine. You're made for it. Look at you. I mean, you. this is with your job. And I'm like, trust me, it's 100% not. And this was by accident <laughs> that we fell into this and we actually kind of suck at it. No, we don't. Well, I, I mean, like we're good at having a chat together. But, yeah. yeah, I'm not about to go and like interview like fucking Brad Pitt about how his new movie was and shit. Okay. But we can have a chat about, you know, things that happen to us. <laughs> I'm not... Definitely not a pro by basic, any means. Basic gals here. Not about to get on the radio and ask Ariana how her Christmas tunes went and stuff. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Anyway, 
on that note, last week was epic. Thank you guys so much for all the love. Oh. It was a big, de- like a big few days, honestly. We were so overwhelmed and, you know, we knew that you guys were excited to hear us back in your ears, but we weren't expecting what we got. So thank you. And it's just actually made us so, so bloody excited for what's to come. And I know we didn't give much away. Um, we didn't, eh? No. <laughs> so many people, like, I mean, in, in that we're working with now at Listener, keep coming. They'll be like, oh, it's going so well. You've got so many listens and da 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 da. And we're just like, oh, cool. Like, we don't know what's good and what's bad. And we're new here again. We f- I'm like, a, we feel like newbies again, hey? Yeah. And then also the Fisher app came out. Hope that was enjoyable to listen to oh. because it was, yeah, we, when we were listening to that back the other day, I was like, oh my God. So we're getting, we're getting better at, at. Fish gets a few words in towards the end of the episode, <laughs> which is nice for him. Yeah. Love that for him. Love that. For but him. yeah, hope you guys liked that surprise episode. It's a bit cheeky, wasn't it? So we're back Wednesdays every single week of the year, which is. We're scary. not having any breaks this year. You guys can't get rid of us that easily again. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd start this episode off with some ins and the, some outs for 2023. So do you want to kick off by what you want out? Let's go tit for tat. Give me an out. Us being radio hosts has to go. Yeah. No more of that. <laughs> I said this before, but I'm trying to go out with gluten this year. It's not been very successful. I've never like looked, I've never like reconsidered a meal when thinking, because I'm really trying not to eat gluten at the moment. You got to really out it. Yeah, but it's just never been like high consideration when I've been ordering a meal. Like I'm like, oh, far out. I really want that chicken schnitzel. I'm going to stick with the chicken schnitzel. It's not like. I think sometimes you think your words speak louder than your actions, dolls. It should be the opposite. What do you mean? Your actions should speak louder than your words. So every day I hear I want to cut gluten and every day I see you eating bread, burgers, Sober yeah. noodle salads. Mm, yeah. So, sober noodles might have been all right. I don't know if they have gluten or not. So I'm trying to out the gluten. I'll keep you updated with how that goes. I don't blame you though because um, I also that's want hard. out. I know I'm out with the coffee shops, not some coffee shops being open on a Monday. Oh, my God. Our favourite coffee shop, Highline in Palmy, is just closed all the time at the moment. It's like breaking my balls. <laughs> I know. They make the best veg- peanut butter on toast there. I swear to God. No, they make the best jaffles. Out with Gold Coast traffic. Mm. What is doing? In with the Crocs. I'm getting on the Croc bandwagon. I've always been so against Crocs and I just have like always been like, no, absolutely not. I cannot do that. But I think I might, might be converted. We're like 70 years late, but my dad would just be so stoked if he saw me and Minnie running around in Crocs. I actually got her some mini mouse ones. I'm really interested to see how yours are going to look on your feet because your feet are so big. Well, obviously <laughs> I got two sizes too small, which is what I do with every shoe, and I just squeeze my big fat Really? Do you not yeah. get blisters? Oh, I think that's what big people with big feet do. Please write in if you're the same. If you're embarrassed about how large your feet are, do you try and squeeze into <laughs> sizes that are way too small and then you just deal with the pain? Is that why your toes look like the I way do they that. do? Um, yeah, probably. That's why my toes are probably so unwell. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently Crocs, you leave them out in the sun and they like shrivel up in the sun. So if I've already got them sizes too small, well, like let's be honest, one size too small, and then they shrivel up in the sun, <clears> I'm in trouble. Yeah. You might be able to wear them. Yeah. I, I also size... got the platform ones too, so I'm going to look like a bloody Clown. big boy. 
Um, I'm very in with the phone that comes on a lanyard. And I, I ordered Elodie and I ones the other day. Actually, a few people wrote to me and asked me where I got them from. I actually got them from a, a, a brand called Mon Purse. Yeah. Mon Purse. Yeah, Mon, Mon Purse. Purse. Again, this is not sponsored at all. I actually just went on and like. Oh, I, it's fully I, not sponsored. I, I actually was going on because I needed a new phone case because I had a colourful rainbow one. I'm like out with the colourful rainbow phone case, need a black one with my initials on it. And I saw those. I was like, that's cute. I'm getting that. It's going to be perfect for Bali. Has a little um flap on the back and you can put your cards in it so I don't need to bring a handbag around when I'm in Bali. I just put the lanyard on. Very in. That's a very Europe thing. Mm, phone on a leash. Love that one. <laughs> also, um, I know I'm saying no, I'm saying out with the gluten, but I'm saying in with the Betty's Burgers. Betty's Burgers bunless. But I did have them bunless the other day and it was so good. I don't know why I've only just discovered Betty's Burgers, but it's like a game changer. Because without a bun, it's basically just a salad, eh? Yeah. Yum. That's it healthy. It so as. yum. Um, what else are we in, in and out in? Well, Minnie's all of a sudden in with hats. So that's good because remember how she would just never, ever had a hat on, ever? Like she would never Legit? wear a hat. Is she, is she seriously? Well, she wore her Jacquemus, however you say that brand, hat like all day yesterday. And maybe it's just because it's designer. I don't know. She wears your Isabel Morant one, but then she won't wear her fucking Kmart one. That's where that hat went. Has she got it? Oh, my God. I saw someone wearing that the other day, wearing one the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, I had one of those. and That, that was my favourite cap. No, no, we don't have it, but she likes it. So maybe find it and give it to her. <laughs> well, it's disappeared, so that's weird. she's no. probably hidden it somewhere. I'll have a look. Maybe she has. She does do I love things that. like that. I love the fit of that hat. Out with Minnie dropping everything in the toilet, she just – Lately finds anything. Like I see her waddling with my phone towards the toilet. I'm like, that's going in the drink. I know it. She puts everything in the toilet. Um, in with the trying to eat organic food, organic produce where possible. Um, mm. de- definitely hard. I actually went and shopped at Flannery's the other day because the kinesiologist said that I've got to try and eat a little like try where I can to eat organic just because of all the pesticides and all that. It's not Apparently it's not good for my gut. Out with Wonder White Bread doll. Yep, that's out. I haven't done Wonder White Bread in so long since we Proud discussed that. But holy shit, they definitely don't miss your flunneries. I was like I got like five apples and a, and a, and a beetroot and it was like $250. I was like, <laughs> wow, there's literally nothing in my fridge. It's not like when you go to Audi and you get like 73 thousand items and it's like three dollars i bought nothing i'm like what where what happened there but anyway so walk out with an empty bag and an empty wallet (laughs) yeah an empty bag and an empty wallet but and also non-tox vibes i'm trying to like out with the tox out with the tox i'm trying to like limit the amount of toxicity in my what i do yeah so i just ordered all like stuff um for my home like cleaning products and all that are full like chemical freeze i even actually just I listened to a podcast on no, no tox. There's heaps of um, good brands And I just ordered now. like shampoo and conditioner and that. I'm trying oh, to gnarly. really convert and try and. Is it going to be good for your hair I still? actually used it yesterday and it was pretty good. It was by a brand called Everessence and it's actually a like an Australian brand. So no toxic shit in that or chemicals and stuff like that. It's like a next level of like, you know, you can get the ones without paraben, parabens and sulfates and all that sort of stuff. But this is like fully, absolutely no tox. So. Let you know how that goes. Hair's actually yeah feeling pretty good. It's, it's looking good so far, so good. Oh, do you know I want to say out with waiters coming up to the table when I'm about to order and not bringing their notepads because <laughs> I'm always looking at them like I don't think you're ready to take my order because I'm going to order 400 things and you 
you won't be able to remember this. Mm. But sometimes they're really good at it. Sometimes that might be like, you know, I don't know, they might walk at work all day and that's their like, that's gets them through their day by trying to remember, keeps them on their toes. Yeah, but then when they fuck it up, I'm like, should have rang the notepad, cuz. Oh, dear. Anyway, on that note, let's leave those ins and the outs and we'll see in a few months' time where we're at with those. (laughs) Out with, out with what I was going to say, out with weeds. I'm so sick of all the weeds in my backyard. My cactuses get filled up with weeds as well. Like I'm forever just weeding. Yeah, your cactuses. Actually, speaking of cactuses, Elodie's got a funny cactus story. (laughs) I don't know if you want to share this. What we, you actually, you go and tell me. We were talking about this the other day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, okay. I think when you move up to the Gold, well, we came from Sydney and when I, when you first move up to the Gold Coast, cactuses are a bit of a craze up there. I think, you know, those um, prickly pear cactuses, they literally grow like weeds and people just froth cactuses on the Gold Coast. But I don't know. I immediately moved up and was like, chump, we've got to get some cactuses. So he went away and I wrangled Lizzo, one of my other best friends. She had said there's this really cool house in Lennox. It's covered in cactuses, but it's like more like a problem for the house. Like the the cactuses have become like a weed and they're like taking over their house. The the chick who owns the house isn't like trying to style the house nicely with cactuses. It's like a fucking accident. This house is being taken over by them. And um, she's like, yeah, let's just whip down there at night and like chop down a bunch of them and take them home. And at the time I had a van and like, you know, I was a bit of a beast. Did you ever think that that's fully illegal? Um, Yeah. So on the, so I did think actually, Chloe, I did think that was probably illegal. Although apparently this chick doesn't mind because she, she kind of wants to get rid of the cactus issue that's happening. So apparently everyone goes to this house to chop down her cactuses and she doesn't really give a shit. I kind of was, I was like, oh, I don't really want to get, you know, in trouble. I don't want to just be like night trawling cactuses. So I decided, no, Lisa, let's go down for a beach day. Let's rock up there in the middle of the day and actually just knock on her door and asked. We knocked on this lady. This is like a few years ago. We knocked on this lady's door and asked, and she was just so delighted that we had actually asked her if we could, we, I'm talking, we knock on the door with gloves and those big fucking <laughs> scissor things. And like, we're ready to like hunt these cactuses. <laughs> and so she looks at us, she's like, what's going on? She was like, 80 something years old anyway so she's like absolutely go for go for the cactuses and thank you so much like I can't believe you came and knocked on my door and asked like you guys are so nice so we were like fucking oath the catch was I mean it wasn't really a catch because they're actually beautiful people they we we kind of like we started going back every week but to get more and more and more because we didn't just want to clean her out like the first time but um so we had to keep going and having like big big tea parties with her and like we'd bring snacks and shit and then we'd eventually get out there and chop down our cactuses and like speed home with them and then plant them and then realize we needed more so we're going to go back next week so we kept doing that we formed a really cool relationship with Helen and she's just so cute one time we went back and then no Helen Helen's daughter answers the door and she's pissed she's not happy that we've come to because Still. obviously Helen has been telling her about these people that yeah. have been coming there. She's like, they're using you. Yes, they're using you for your cactuses. But we also did really form a relationship with Helen, Hell Dogs. And her daughter was just not having it. She's like, get out. Like, don't go back. back to the Gold Coast. You and your fucking cactuses. Helen's so. not frothing. And I, we're like, fuck, should we find out what nursing home she's in and go, like, no, see her, no. bring her some wine You're or like something? A- like a bad smell leave this poor (laughs) Helen alone like well we felt like we were friends like we felt like we were mates with Helen you were using Helen for her cactuses yeah yeah I mean she was using us for friends too so we were both hanging out 
And then we thought, okay, okay, we're done with the cactuses. We'll go find them on Marketplace and buy our cactuses. Oh, my God. I thought you were about to say we'll go find Helen in the nursing home. No, as in we're done with the free cactuses. We'll yeah. go and find them on Marketplace and buy our own cactuses. But we should find out where Helen is and go see her in the nursing home. Anyway, so, daughter, if you're listening and you know this story. Terribly thanks. sorry. Absolutely love you and Helen and thanks your house. And I hope those cactuses are going okay because I know they were going pretty mad. If you need help with them, <laughs> I'm kidding. I got enough cactuses over it. Shout out to Helen. Shout out to Helen. Anyway, on that note, we're going to move on. I'm going to leave the cactuses behind and we're going to talk about our girls' night out. That was five minutes you'll never get back. Yeah, five minutes you'll never get back. We love that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The girls' night out, Chloe, tell us how that originated. So we had the Chumpy Pullen Foundation Gala, the first annual one last year, and we thought it was a good idea. Don't know why, but we thought we would auction ourselves out to a girls' night with us. Who, like, what are we thinking? I don't know. Anyway, so these two beautiful women, Steph and Jackie, they won the night out with us, and we basically had that last week and we stayed at the Dorset on the Gold Coast but we were so nervous in the lead up we're like oh my god like what happens if we don't get along like what are we going to talk about like yeah. I, I imagine very... what they would have been thinking they would have been going what? no but the thing is they know who we are because we were talking about this at, at, at drinks we're like oh, yeah. the girls were like no, no no we know exactly who you are we actually know you very well but you have no idea who we are and I'm like yeah no that's true but they were so bloody epic we actually um we even went we even hung by the pool with them the next day and yeah. we had lunch and, and just like going, chatted, man. We yeah, could not we've, stop. We yeah. were on the chat. We were on the chat for sure. In the morning we're hanging by the pool. They're like, you know, you don't have to hang out with us today. Like <laughs> girls' night out's over. And we're like, no, we actually really like you. We don't want to leave. Like you're really cool. <laughs> yeah, so we definitely lucked out with that. It was it was really, really epic. We had the best time. So shout out to the gals. Shout out to the gals, Steph and Jackie, Jacqueline. And um, our friends would like mess- message us all throughout the night being like, have you met them yet? Are they freaks? Are they cool? What's going on? Like, are you guys okay? Like everyone was just like, I can't believe you're about to have a girls' night out with two complete strangers. And um, this whole time I was thinking, I reckon it's pretty chilled. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not worried about our safety. I reckon they're, I'm, I'm not worried at all. Yeah. And when we were, um, we were having a few drinks with them and stuff and, oh, they're from Camden, shout out to Camden crew. <laughs> and um, so they flew up, which was like pretty crazy. And then we took the girls to 19 at the Star for dinner, which is our favourite restaurant on the Gold Coast. Shout out to Jackie and Billy. It's our friend's restaurant. They're legends. And it's, yeah, shout out, guys. You've done well there. It's the best food in, like, oh. ever on the Gold Coast, don't you? And they, they make this apple pie. So we had like they, they gave us this dessert and it was like so they start cooking the dessert when you get there and oh it's like gosh. this homemade apple pie that's cooked there and then on the spot for your table. It's so good. Yum. Oh. I want it now. No, what about the – Not lady? us talking about food again. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> – I think we've talked about this mashed potato on the podcast a few times, but it's 50% potato and 50% butter and I just can't get past it. It's the yummiest thing in the oh world. Oh, my goodness. Yum. These girls frothed. And I don't – had they spent a bit of time on the Gold Coast? I think they, they hadn't really. No, 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 I don't think so. But, we, yeah, we tried our best to make it as fun as possible for them. We just literally – the like, and we went to drinks at Hyde Paradise. So I also haven't hadn't been there before. Good, the yeah. weather was – so basically we had – we envisioned spending the afternoon and the day by the pool because the pool at the yeah. door set's amazing and we really wanted to spend the Arvo there, get some sun and drink some cocktails. But the weather, go figure, the one day of the bloody year Sweet. that was shit weather on the Gold Coast, <coughs> out with shit weather, Sorry, um, 
we was the day that we had this girls this girls thing and so we were like oh my god we're scrambling going what are we going to do with this shitty weather so yeah we ended up going and having a nice arvo drinks at hyde paradiso and that was a bit of a vibe really enjoyed yeah. that place hadn't been there before so that was cool and often chloe and i spend more of our time down near like burley and palm beach and corumban rather than up at broad beach but because we wanted to book like a nice hotel room, we ended up up at Broadbeach and we we're like, okay, well, we'll spend the night up here, like going to dinner and drinks and stuff up here. Next time, what could have been a good idea was to book like a cabaret show or like a comedy show or something more like entertaining. Because that's a bit but, of a wet weather safe. We really had our money on the weather and the weather the did not provide for nah. us, but it did the next day. So, But just, just getting to chat to the girls and hang out and drink a bit and like just... There was, there was, there was so many laughs. There was even like, there was tears. Like there was, it was was like, they honestly just, we just gelled so well. And we're so grateful that they were, they were the winners. We were MCMing with them all night. I know. They were the best. Shout out to you girls. I can't, (laughs) like, honestly, I hopefully we get to hang out with them again. Oh, we will. Their husbands were checking in the whole time going, you guys better be getting lit. You guys be getting to set a good example for us. What are those, what's that Chloe and Elodie like? Are they cool? (laughs) Like, you guys better be doing us proud and stuff. That's what the boyfriends were saying. Damo. Shout out to Damo. And then the other one, I'm thinking Luke, his name was. I don't remember. Fuck. Awkward if I get that wrong. Soz. (laughs) And... One of them's like, we have a name for mums that go out and get wild. I'm like, fucking oath, what's the name? And she's like, MCM. And I'm like thinking about it for a while and then I guessed it, mad cunt mums. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, yeah, we're MCMing tonight. So all night it was like, we're MCMing. I love that. Because they both have three kids each. So I think they were just frothing to have the night off. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was an absolute hoot and we had the best time ever. Love you, girls. Love you, Steph and Jack. So we're we'll, we're going to think about doing it again this year for the gala. Yeah, I reckon. Would, would, do you want to do it again, sis? What do you think? It's still nerve-wracking. Like, it's still scary, but, yeah. It's more scary let, for them, like you said. Let's do it for sure. We'll auction ourselves off again. Auction ourselves off. We'll do, I mean, we'll do, like, the same thing. We'll do, like, a nice dinner is what we're offering. A nice dinner. <laughs> and we'll get you guys a room to sleep at. Not in the same room. But my, our friend's like, I can't believe you guys are sleeping in the same hotel room as these guys. Like, hold on. No, we got two fucking rooms. So, no, that was that literally went so well. Couldn't have asked for two better legends to win. Yeah. Shout out, I girls. Know. Thank so we you. We told them they have to win again this year so we can have a round two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that's awkward because now they're like our friends. So like, so we're just gonna pay to hang out with you. We're like, yes. <laughs> but you also went down a few weeks ago to Thrall. Thrall. Shout out to Thrall and the surrounding areas, like. Um, Austin Mir and Coldale. It's such a cute little area, you know, like. Shout out to the areas. Yeah, shout out to Camden too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so cute down there. Um, You know, like when you're driving south of Sydney, that's at that Edge Cliff Bridge. You know, the really nice fucking bridge. It's like the most photographed place probably in Australia. Over the water, the really nice one. Are you high? You haven't been along I don't there? drive south really. I don't really go on road trips down there. It's you do because you drive down to Eden all the time. I always try and go this coast route. Anyway, it's like around there. It's fucked up there. It's so beautiful. And, um, yeah, so I booked a house on the beach and me and I was I, I got to fix up my um, language. So Chris, Sal, M, Chump's sister and I and Minnie 
there obviously Chomp's parents, Chris and Sal, and we hung out down there for a week, which was really beautiful. Well, not a week, sorry, like three days, which was really beautiful. Um, however, Minnie was just, and this is like Murphy's Law, like I, I hear this a lot when you like, you want to, you want your kid to spend time with the in-laws or the family or whatever, and you, you're like, you're happy all the time, you're such a great kid, and then she just bunged it on, well, look, she didn't bung it on, she was teething really badly, but she was screaming for three days straight and was just so like the poor thing was in so much pain but nothing would work so mums out there teething kids it's so hard like nothing would work the mm. panadol the nurofen the teething powders the freaking bongella on her teeth like she was getting these really thick teeth coming through from the back and she was just cranky for the three days and it sucked because she hadn't seen Sal and Chris for ages and I just wanted them to have this beautiful you know like catch up and hang and Literally, as soon as I got her home, she's just been happy as Larry and sweet again. So she really teethed hard for like the four days that we were away and it just kills me that they got like mini when she wasn't at her prime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Poor little but, tot. Whenever she was like laughing or anything and you're looking at the top of her mouth, they were just like the big molar ones coming through at the back. Yeah. And I guess she muffin. only just really wants you at that point, you know. They just oh. like want mummy. When they're teething – it's like a thing. They just want their mum. You can't. I can't even put her down for five seconds to go and pee. Like no one else can watch. I mean, I do just kind of leave her with whoever, and we just have to listen to her scream, which kills me. Or she also didn't sleep for like a week. So I was just like, before launching this podcast, was just like dying of fatigue. But um, and then I just got a shout out to any other mums that do it on their own because driving like back from Thoreau to the Gold Coast, which is I mean, probably like 12 hours or something. Fuck, with a teething baby was so gnarly. Like, because even when you think about you're on the road, I mean, you've come down and you've done road trips with us before, but you can't, it's like, you got to pick your times to stop because she's sleeping and then I'm like, oh, you're awake, let's quickly stop, fill up with petrol. I sometimes have to stop in these weird like fucking truck stops and try and go to the toilet this one time. I had her on my little hip like a koala and because I, I can't obviously just leave her in the car. So mm. I bring her in the toilet with me. Rami gets left in the car though. And she bloody, I'm, I'm holding her like a koala trying to pee at this fucking truck station stop off revive survive joint on the highway. And she fucking drops my keys in the toilet. <laughs> Lucky I wasn't doing a poo. I had to reach in and get my keys out of the rank toilet. Imagine oh, if it was one of those toilets that I had like mine. the hole. Because yeah. they still have those. They have those down south near Eden. There's this one that I stop off on. Well, Chump and I used to what stop on off. What on earth would have you done? You would have had to dangle her upside down by her feet into the <laughs> hole and say, mini keys. <laughs> mini get key. She would have got him. Oh, my God. Yuck, Chloe. That's cruel. <laughs> but, yeah, just Minnie's just been a ball of fun with the teething, so I really feel for anyone else going through that because she definitely wouldn't sleep, like, at all. And I've just – I've never felt more fucking old. Like, it ages you when you don't sleep. Mm. So um, anyway, we're back now, so that's really good. And bless, it was so nice to have – well, obviously it wasn't that mini was kind of shit, the poor muffin, but it was so good to catch up with Sal, Chris and Em. Um, Sal's got a bit on at the moment. She's like health-wise not that good, but she's up and down and, oh, she's so freaking cute. So I hope that soon I get to um, – get Minnie back to hang out with it because I feel like when Minnie's around it kind of lifts their spirits a bit so I hope that we can, you know, kind of 
do that again soon when she's not bloody teething and screaming at everyone. And does Chris talk about often how alike she is to Chump? Oh, honestly, they're just like, yeah. Oh, no. So, yes, he gave Minnie for Christmas this little um, picture printed out of Chump when he was three and Chris made the wooden frame that goes around. It's really cute. And it's Chumpy driving their boat like their little tinny that they used to ride from the big boat into shore it's chumpy driving that when he was three like he's holding the motor and he's like fanging and it's so cute and he's just got like this straight white hair and he literally looks exactly like Minnie it's adorable and all Sal says is like she looks at Minnie and all the time she's just like I just wish she was here I just wish she was here like Mm. I think it's just obviously for me me Minnie's like just brings me so much joy and happiness and she keeps me busy, like she keeps me going and because I'm around her 24-7, it's not as triggering, you know, mm. all the time as, you know, I'm just like she brings me yeah. life. And obviously she does that for them too but because they're not with her all the time, it's like just this crazy striking reminder 24-7 of where the fuck is chump. Mm. And so – Obviously, it's the most beautiful thing ever and they love it, but I think it's really extra triggering as well, mm-hmm. especially when she's bloody screaming and we're all like, wish Chump was here to help with this. Yeah, fully. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's sad. But, yeah, and M2, it's really good. To, it was really good to catch up with Chump's sister too. But, yeah, so how's your pop? Um, yeah, so I guess the, maybe it was two weeks ago actually we were, Elodie and I were up in Brisbane recording um, at the studio up there and – I get a call from my mum saying that my pop wasn't 100% well um, and he'd been like vomiting. Like he texted, he, he called my auntie that morning and was just like, I'm not feeling well, I'm feeling quite nauseous and I'm spewing. And my mum was actually away at the time, so I sent my dad down there and the poor thing, my dad said that he got there and he was just like laying in bed, not well at all. And I guess the day kind of progressed like really fast like he lives at home my grand my grandma sadly passed away when we were in Bali for my wedding a few years ago so he's been alone for the last couple of years he's actually got really bad circulation in his legs as well he's got like really bad ulcers so he's been unwell for a little bit on off um but yeah so my mom ended up finally getting back from her trip and went and saw him and she was like god he's just not doing that well like he's not he's just seems really off and couldn't stop vomiting and Anyway, so I said to mum, you know, you should probably call an ambulance, like like it's just, to, you know, as a precaution. And I guess basically the ambulance came and she literally turned her back and she said they started doing CPR. So I guess his heart stopped just like out of nowhere. They brought him back to life. Well, they, yeah, they brought him back to life. My auntie ended up rocking up. And at this point they've kind of like, we need to get him to a hospital like immediately. Like he, my sister also was there too and she said like he was literally purple. Oh, my um, gosh, so hectic for them so to So like see. we spoke to my mum at like 3 p.m. in that afternoon and this was like by 3.50 this has all happened. And so they, they got him in the ambulance. Sophia, my younger sister, said, oh, I went and said like goodbye to him like because we basically were yeah. told that from – like getting from his home to the hospital, they were like, there's just really, it's like unlikely that he's going to be here still by by the time they get to the hospital. And like if his heart stops again in this ambulance, do we want us to resuscitate him? And God, I'm I'm sure mum said they said no. Well, he said he didn't want to be resuscitated because he's like, I just want to be with grandma. Like my time's Aww. up. I'm in so much pain. Like I'm done. 
Anyway, so they followed the ambulance to the hospital. There was like six people in this ambulance, mum said. How old is he? In his 80s, I think. Yeah. He made it to the hospital. They said his heart stopped again in the ambulance, but they resuscitated him with the defibs. So that night kind of came around. All the family were there at the hospital. He was honestly, he I saw photos and stuff and he looked so, so weak. Like I can't explain it. And they basically were keeping him alive by the adrenaline. Um and the doctor said, like, basically, like, his heart rate and everything was so, so low that they were like, this is, like, there's no, basically no, not much of a chance that he's going to be here tomorrow. So we were like, are we going to be able to have time to say goodbye to fly down and all this stuff anyway? So we basically, myself, Paul, we called up and we spoke to him over the phone and said goodbye over the phone. It was so, so sad. Like, it was, it, honestly, because it just happened so quick. He was here one second was- and then the next second... They were like, we're going to turn this off and he's going to pass away. And so the, they put, um, they said like, you know, Murray, once we turn this adrenaline off, your heart's going to stop. Dude, that was two Fuck. weeks ago and he's still here. Isn't he like <laughs> he's back on his it. way home? Yeah. He's in rehab. But the, the doctors are like shook. They're like, we have no idea how he's alive. He had three heart attacks. He's got a pacemaker. Um, and, I, and I actually went when I saw him the other day. So sad. He was not in bed when I saw him. I, Paul and I went to the hospital. He was like sitting up next to the bed. He was very weak. However, we chatted so much. Like I said to my mum, I'm like, that was the most I've spoken to him in like so long. It was just so, so cute. Oh, like bless. he just had so much to say. I'm just like, what happened? Like, did you see the other side? Oh. Like, he's like, nah, I didn't quite get, like, I didn't quite see the other side. Like I just didn't, didn't get there. And I don't think that I'm like ready because he was like, I was ready, but then he's like just changed his mind. He's like, no, 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 I'm I'm here. So, yeah, and you know, he does. He's obviously unwell. They they really couldn't work out. Basically, they were like, your kidneys are failing and your like organs are fa- like were failing. But I guess he's getting back on track now. He had an infection in his kidneys and an infection in his liver. And originally, it was seps seps. Septus, septus. Bless the poor thing, just wants to be with grandma. Yeah, he does, but he also is like. Like he's here and yeah. he's so he's, he's got he's, quality of life again, I guess. But he's he's really weak. Like he can't really like lift his arms and do all that sort of stuff and he's really out of breath. So he's gone to rehab now. He's out of the hospital and I guess, yeah, the next steps are just trying to work out like when he can go home or what, what the goal mm-hmm. is. But, yeah, Papa, he's my last grandparent still kicking. My mum and my dad's um, – my mum – my dad's parents have passed away and, yeah, my pop, he's – He's our last guy standing. So shout out to Papa. Love shout you, out to Murray. Papa. He's yeah. He'd be my last one too. I don't have anyone left, so I'll just take him. Yeah, we can share. <laughs> He's pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. No, what I would, what I was thinking, we definitely should get someone on the podcast who has died and come back to life because I would love to know what they see and what mm. what goes on there. Because you've heard those crazy stories of people mm. seeing like fucking basically fantasy land and having yeah. an amazing time. I definitely Love brought it up with him and he said he saw nothing. Nothing. Because I remember when um, the first clairvoyant I saw after Chump passed away said that he he was, he did enter the realm of like being died, got, being died. wow, <laughs> fucking wake up, turn on my brain, um, passing away, being, I guess, dead. I just hate that word. Um, but there was like this moment where, he potentially could have maybe saved himself. And I be- like I do believe that because I feel like he's such like a 
you know, if anyone can do it, Chumpy can. Mm. He's like the Hulk to me. He's just like this mm. fucking ninja that can make anything happen. Like I feel like he's like this warrior. And a pat, like, uh, well, the clairvoyant said, look, he kind of had a chance to maybe scramble and come back to life, but but it was like he was going to be, you know, essentially, yeah, he wasn't, He's he would have been fully brain dead and stuff because he had been under the water for so long and he may have survived, he may have been able to breathe, but he would have had no quality of life and mm. he would have hated that for him. So I kind of do believe that that could have happened and I guess when he went over, when he crossed over, you know, he was in a really good place. Mm. So although he maybe could have saved himself, he knew that this was a better place that he was actually going to be in mm. rather than coming back and not being able to be chumpy again, like yeah. the real chump again. Um, Speaking of chumpy, wow. how are you feeling like at the moment? Because it's obviously been two and a half years or two years and also been it, three coming up to years. three years at the end of this year. But wow. also it's been a year since your dad, which is crazy. A year since dad, which is nuts. And it's I feel I feel so sad lately that Minnie's this age where she's kind of like doing things, walking and kind of talking and you can kind of really interact with her and you can make her laugh and she's just at this sick age that I'm like, oh my, like I don't even, it doesn't even need to be said how much Chump would fucking literally be obsessed mm. with her and just be the most doting dad ever. But I've been thinking heaps about my dad lately and I'm like, I think he would just be obsessed with Minnie. She's a water baby. She's a little rager. She's like just such a little firecracker and I just reckon my dad would be obsessed with her. And he's such like a big like gentle giant and he's so warm and apparently mm. when we were kids we just always wanted hugs from dad because it was just like this big warm teddy bear like vibe and he just wrapped you up like Tarzan kind of thing. And I just think. He would just be so cute with Minnie. I'm, I'm bloody hating road tripping at the moment with Minnie and Rummy. Like, do not fucking make me leave the Gold Coast for a very long time. But I was thinking, oh, my God, I know if Dad was here, I'd be down in Sydney so much. I reckon, mm. hate, like, Minnie, I reckon Dad would just bloody be obsessed with Minnie. But, no, I'd probably make him just come up to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I'm really missing Dad only because it has been a year now and I've been thinking about him nonstop. And, like, honestly, up until recently, it's just been a crazy time and lots happened when Dad was passing away and stuff got pretty weird. Instead of grieving, a lot of people, like, around us were getting a bit nasty and crazy and I feel like it tainted everything. To Like, I kind of just been in such a head fog that I've only just really processed that dad's really not here. And I literally, I he's in my favorite, oh, my dad and Chump always in my favorites. I always go to call dad. Like I, I've mm -hmm. really processed obviously that Chump's not here. Like, you know, it, that's in my face daily. People asking me, me about it all the time. Like it's not something that I don't know, although it's unbelievable. I'd never go to call Chump. Mm -hmm. But my dad, I go to speak to all the time. Like I'm like, fuck, I can't wait to tell him that. And then I'm like, oh shit, like he's really gone. And I think obviously I live on the Gold Coast. He lives in Sydney. So, you know, I wouldn't see him on a day-to-day -day basis. So mm -hmm. like, I I don't know, it's just this weird thing. I, I, that one really doesn't feel real. I feel mm. like I say this all the time, it just doesn't feel real that both of them are gone, but Dad I haven't quite processed yet. And, you know, they say it takes like a year or this long to really start to process that, like when people do die. <sighs> but, yes, my poor brother definitely um, battles with my dad being gone as well and Chump. Like I think I think he often has, has this like pressure on, that he puts on himself to hold – 
the family together and be like the new, he's like, the, he thinks, you know, he looks at himself like the last man standing in our family because mm. it's just me, Minnie and mum and my brother David now. And I think he just looks at himself like he's got to be like this rock and stand strong for us. And I, I'm like, don't like, uh, you know, he, he is a completely normal, emotional human like the rest of us. I'm like, bro, you don't have to be strong. Like he holds so much weight on his shoulders, the poor thing. So yeah, a bit going on there. Literally love how much Minnie looks like Chump. And I, I sometimes think I see a little bit of me coming through there and I, I'll say it to someone like, oh, do you, did you see that smile? Was that me? And they're like, no, it's all him, mate. Sit down. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, she does look like a splitting image. I always just say she gets your personality and Chumpy's looks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I hope. She's a little bit more busy than you. Yeah, She's you reckon? She's a bit busier. She's a bit more switched on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for her to, well, I hope that she has like mannerisms and characteristics of Chump. Like I hope that she like has like his rhythm and his sense of like mm. let's. She's like interested musical, in, in like, instruments. Like she always goes and picks up the ukuleles and yeah, all that. She, she likes that. So hopefully. I want to get her a little piano situation. Really? Or like a like not a big fucking thing in my house, but like maybe a little keyboard thing. Cute. Like I, want, I wonder if she'll have his musical talent. She will. I hope so. We'll see. Um, but no, she's been just watching Uncle Noonie on Tomorrowland. Uncle Noonie's set. 24-7, so freaking cute. I know. She loves she loves house music. <laughs> it's not quite chumpy music. She loves house music. She, she bangs her it. head and throws her arms in the air. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Another thing we're in with is Moana. You oh know what? She goodness. actually loves Moana. Maybe she loves tribal kind of music too because she's I, frothing Moana. I know. I, I was like, it's one of my favourite shows to watch, kids shows to watch. I was like, nah, Minnie, we're going to sit down and be – she loves it. Yeah, especially my the friend, scene where where she goes out to the ocean and the wave comes up and then there's that shell oh, and she's it, like, it's so cute. My Moana's friend, adorable. it's so cute. I go, Minnie, are you Minnie Moana? She's like, yes. Oh. <laughs> my friend, um, yes, yeah, so goes to me. How many times have you bloody watched Moana? You must be so sick of it. I'm like, oi, we've literally only watched the first, the opening scene like a hundred times That's because. When it gets past that, she gets bored and like runs away. So I just chuck that back on. She comes back. Like that opening oh, scene is a banger. Best I know. Shout out to Moana. Shout out to Moana, Mini Moana. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what is um? Oh, we're going to Bali, got girl. We are going to Bali. I'm pretty pretty excited about that. Paul's got two shows in Bali it's at Surveyor it's it's a so Club. Fun. Haven't been back to Bali since my wedding, so I'm very excited. I spent a lot of time in Bali growing up. It was always a thing that we used to go like once a year. This is the three-year anniversary literally that we'll be there for. Yeah. So sick. Yeah, three years since our wedding. Chump was there. Wow. Chump was there. I know. That was I know. the I was best just wedding at photos ever. of it the other day and I was like, fuck. It was so fun, your wedding. So, so fun, yeah. So we'll be there for our anniversary and um, – Chloe stacked it on the way down the aisle. Does everyone remember that? <laughs> Lol. I try not to talk about that one. Was that was an iconic so... stack. <laughs> that was like not – that was a flick. We need that video to resurface. Flick to the floor. Um, that was the best wedding ever. Yeah, so we are going back. We're spending a little bit of time in Seminyak, Paul and I, and then up to Uluwatu where the show is going to be. And then Elle and Min pop over for the last end of the trip and we're going to go and spend a few days at Commune. So everyone's going to go surf. So keen. Um, which is in Karamas. Karamas. And then back to Ulu's. I love Uluwatu. I'm so excited. I just love the Bali lifestyle. I love yeah. like – 
Apparently it's changed a lot, but I, I'm, I'll, I'll be the judge years, of that. I feel like it would just be way busier. And yeah. after COVID, I reckon everyone's just flo- flopped over there. They're just like, if so many people work out of there, work mm-hmm. remotely out of Bali, like. Yes, and we were also we were also meant to all of us go to South Africa together because mm. Paul's got some shows over there um, mid or early March. However, we decided to stay in Bali for a little bit longer because it was just such a long way to go as a team for like only a few days and Minimoo wouldn't really remember much about safari. So we're like, we'll save that for another time and just spend a little bit of extra time in Bali. And some people said to us that a lot of the safari um, – what do you call it? Like the parks. safari parks or the safari like booking things that you book safaris with. <laughs> safari <laughs> Just businesses. Safaris. Yeah, a lot of the safari joints, they don't take <laughs> babies that are like young, like Minnie's age because they're just that bit too young. Mm. And if they're screaming, the elephant might think it's like prey or something and come up and like, you know, try attack. Yeah. So We'd like to keep Minnie in one piece. That so. sounds fucking <laughs> etch. I was like, because that was their Christmas present to me. Like, we'll take you guys to Africa and stuff. I'm like, f- absolutely frothing. But then when some of our friends told us that, I was like, Mark, can we just stay in Bali? <laughs> yeah, we'll go, and, we'll go to the safari in Bali. It's not quite African safari, but we'll bring Minnie to we'll the zoo the monkeys. Check out a few monkey movies. The Uluwatu monkeys. No, but we'll go on safari in a few years when she's a bit bigger and yeah. she can kind of wrangle the elephant back. Yeah. And then tackle the elephant mini. Yes. And then we'll come back here for like literally like three days and then I'll head off on to, I'll go to the States and then my year, I'm pretty much gone till October, which is pretty hectic to think that the years just come around again. Yeah. So we go um, Cabo first and then we'll spend quite a bit of time in LA because Paul's playing Coachella this year, which is really exciting. He's going back to back. with our other friend Chris Lake and they're together. They're the best together. As a, like their little back-to-back team is caught under construction. So they're doing like a main show on one of the big stages at Coachella. So I'm very, very excited about I'm so that. jealous. I can't So can't we're going to spend it two weeks in the desert. Um, and then what else have we got? And then that pretty much brings, you know, middle of May-ish, I'll probably head over to Europe, which is when we'll start getting ready for the European season. We've got Malta. Lots of little shows in between, but I want to try and be based as much as I can um, in Ibiza without as like trying to avoid the hectic, hectic travel just because mm. obviously we're still don't even really know where we'll be with the IVF because we'll continue doing stuff in LA or whether I hold the phone and I wait until we get to Europe because apparently it's really good over there to do IVF in Europe. Um so I don't know. I just want to like try and like avoid going on every single trip because I really want to, again, stay as healthy as possible and, you know, away from just go, go, go because it, it definitely takes its toll and you get exhausted and I just want my body to be in top tip condition for the potential bub. And the other thing I wanted to ask you was um, I feel like we always forget to talk about this because we're all, we're always talking about like, how you're going when you're going through IVF and, you know, the emotional roller coaster of everything. But I feel like what we always forget to touch on is the fact that you're trying to have a baby. You've been trying for nearly three years and um, so like it's so public. Everyone, especially that listens to this podcast, knows that you're trying like the weight of having everyone around you know that you're trying like mm. that must be just so fucking like, yeah. such a crazy thing for you and you must feel almost pressure like how how do you go with that Chloe 
I definitely feel like it's starting to snowball a little bit because when we started this podcast two years ago, I was going into IVF and I really didn't, did not expect to be sitting here three years later still without a baby. So yeah. I thought it was going to be really easy and I thought that it w- we're going to be able to follow the journey that the one round that we had to do and it would have been more of a podcast. Obviously, the podcast would have evolved in a completely different way. Um, but, you know, towards like the end of last season, I, I sort of like said that I'm going to step back and not be so transparent with everything because, you know, people are following the journey and people are coming up to me and asking me like where I'm at and God bless my friends. I love my friends and family, but everyone, you know, people are like, it, it, it's so weird because it's now, it's like, I know people are checking in, but it's also now just the go-to thing to talk to me about. Yeah. Like, obviously the go-to thing to talk, you know, like at the start when Chump had first passed away, it was just like that. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, I kind of don't really want to talk about it. Like, I'm going through it. But if I want to talk to you about where I'm at or where my journey, like what's going on, I kind of would prefer to steer that conversation and, and open up to you rather than, even though everyone's trying yeah. to be nice and kind, like, oh, how are you going with it all? Like, where are you at? I'm kind of oversharing yeah. it in real time only because it is really taxing. I'm already going through it as it is. I'm like trying to keep my head above water. I'm obviously sharing the ins and outs with you and Paul and my family, but it's definitely adds an extra weight on my shoulders and an extra just like, yeah. Well, you feel like you're repeating yourself all the time and it's taking a toll. And I yeah. mean, we've had like social gra- gatherings where we'll have like a girl's afternoon or a girl's night and you've had to kind of send a message out to everyone and be like, girls, can you just today not ask me about it? Like, I just don't want to talk about it today. I just want to fucking see you girls and yeah. have fun and just like, yeah. Like I want to take my mind off it kind of thing. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, it, it is definitely like that at the moment and I, I – I hope that, you know, people understand when I when I say I don't really want to talk about it because, like, you know, if I have news that I want to share, believe me, you'll, you'll be the first to know about it. I will want to share it. But until then, I'm like, oh, and even still with the podcast, like, I like there is an episode coming up where I'm going to share with you everything that's happened over the past coming month or the past month since I've been in Australia because there's been so much that's gone on and I thought that it would just make the most sense to put it in one episode and – yeah. You guys will be fully up to date with everything. But, yeah, just in real time, I think that I just need to kind of take a step back and share things almost a little bit delayed just to give mm. myself some breathing space yeah, and just to, like, kind of just find out personally where I'm at because one day when I feel like I might want to share it and I feel like I'm okay, the next day I'm at rock bottom and I just don't want people to be, like, coming up and, like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me yeah. and I don't want – I just want to just like actually live normally and just a normal person. And if I don't want to be drinking, I don't have to be drinking. Like don't ask me why I'm not drinking and don't Fully. don't get in my face and be like, are you drinking that or are you pregnant? It's like, no, no, no. If I was pregnant and I wanted to tell you, I would tell you. But like I'm not drinking Maybe at the moment be because healthy. I want to be healthy. So it's just like – and I think a few people – that's actually one of the ones I'm going to add to the outs of 2023. Outs with, out with asking people why they're not drinking. Yeah, you should be allowed to drink without being questioned, and that's like, I feel weird yeah. not having a drink in my hand. I already feel Such weird a about it. Thing everyone just don't make me feel weirder about it. Yeah, and like my brother's not drinking. Like he's trying to do 12 months without drinking, and he um. He said that that was the hard. Like it's not hard for him anymore, but that was the hardest thing at the start. It's like people like 
there's just this crazy stigma around yeah. like you have to be like you go out you have to drink yeah so it's like cut that out like enough yeah. just let people be let people do be on their own program and yeah so I'm doing it's okay it's a, just I just yeah. it's just very on and off at the moment and I feel like I'm almost just like floating on by and I'm getting really good at um putting on a front yeah which is not really what I want to do but I have to be strong and I have to protect myself. And like, if I really let out how I was feeling, I'd be crying every day. So I can't, and I just can't do that. And I'm trying to just to be like, hold myself up so and just strong. one foot in front of the other and just keep powering through this. And eventually my gift will be given to it me. Will. Just that's just that. Like the biggest double-edged sword in the world. Like you are helping so many people by telling your story and sharing your roller coaster that you know, mm. into conceiving your baby. But then it's like on the other side, 100,000 or more people know that you're trying to fall pregnant and the pressure and it's like, mm. isn't it just crazy? Yeah. But and even just like amazing. I feel like when people come up to you on the street and they're like, oh, my God, you know, and it's just like yeah, just come be like, hey, how are you? Like yeah. I listen to your podcast. I love it. Don't be like, so how's it going? Like, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Listen to it on the podcast. I don't know. Without being like obviously we put it out there so much and like, you know, people feel like when they when they see us in public and they want to talk about it, but sometimes they're like, I just don't want to talk about it twenty four seven. It's really hard. Hurts. Yeah. That's I guess what happens when you do a podcast and you put your life out there. It's funny because we were just talking about this on the way to recording today it's like we're just sitting here in a room recording this talking to each other and you really do we you do forget that this is actually going out to the world it's so like, like it's almost like we're telling each other our like deepest darkest. deepest darkest secrets and you actually really do forget that this goes out to the world so yeah it's pretty <laughs> weird eh? <laughs> so anyway. bizarre anyway hey something actually funny that I thought about that I wanted to bring up and it was quite a while ago but I don't know if anyone else remembers this when Paul and I were in San Francisco and Paul played that block party in San Fran, I went live on my Instagram. I don't usually go live, but I was like, stuff it, I'm going to go live. Anyway, in the process of that, you know, you can share your screen with someone. And one of my girlfriends, Carrie, that um, I'm that I met from the States, I think that I like clicked share screen with her, but you know, when you share screen, you're meant to see the split screen. So like it shows what I'm showing and it shows her on the screen. Anyway, it actually wasn't showing her (laughs) on my screen. And meanwhile, Carrie's like got her full tits out, showing her like rubbing her tits, like doing like the shackers and all this. But people are writing and I could see the comments coming through going, I wonder if she knows. I wonder, Chloe, what's going on? Like, no, surely Chloe knows and like all this stuff. But I had no (sighs) idea what anyone was talking about because I couldn't see. I missed this. I couldn't see this video of her with her tits out and it went for maybe five or ten minutes. But she also didn't know that this was being shared with my whole like feed. And so, like, there's all these screenshots and, like, You couldn't pe- have been a better person, though, eh, It's Carrie. so funny. She does not give a shit. She sent me a voice note, that, like, the it. day after going, oh, my goodness, I am so sorry. Like, is this illegal? Am I, like, have I just, like, ruined it to all your, like, innocent followers? Like, I have just absolutely just flaunted my shit. And oh my gosh, she's, she's like, do I need to issue an apology? Like, I can just push them to my OnlyFans. <laughs> Only fans account. <laughs> but, oh, God love. I love Carrie. That is the fun. It, honestly, when I saw the photos and the videos of what she was doing after 
I was like, people oh my, them. people were screenshotting and people went, FYI, this is happening. Everyone was trying to warn me, oh but like God, I had nah. nothing was coming through because it was just like blocking all that. But I was reading oh. the comments going, what's everyone talking about? This is so weird. But yeah, so far out. That was funny. Shout out to Carrie and her tits. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> Love you, Carrie. Um, also, so one more out before we wrap it up. I Did think, you think of another out? I thought of another out and I think we need to be out with putting food like eaten food, opened food in our purses because I remember. You don't like that I put the brie cheese in my purse. No. So Elodie went to that event, uh, like went to an event a few, um, God, a few a months while ago. ago. Yeah. And I remember watching her stories and I'm like, this chick's going to put that block of cheese in her handbag. And sure enough, the next story slide, <laughs> Elodie's like, nothing fits in my handbag but a wheel of brie and dead set wasn't even wrapped. It was just a full block of cheese in her handbag that she took home. And I'm like, that's I think, rare. I think I had other shit in my handbag like makeup and stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't need that, but I do need this block of brie. So that's coming home with me. Did you eat the cheese? <laughs> I can't even remember. I think I reckon Eggy, I came with my crazy friend Ellie, Eggy, I think she might have eaten it when we, ate, eaten it when we got home. <laughs> Fuck, by the way, I can't stop. Like that event was so funny because a bunch of girls had come up from Melbourne for it. We were at Ray's, uh, no, Ray's on Wadi, no, we're at Wadigo's Beach. Sorry, that's what I'm trying to think. We're at Wadigo's Beach having this nice afternoon picnic, but there was like a cyclone and it was freezing. It was like Antarctica. And all the girls that came up from Melbourne were like, oh, the weather up here is just so amazing. It's so good. I'm like, well, you won't be needing your coat then, will you? And I'm just like, I've got, I'm wearing like 20 girls' coats because they're all come up from Melbourne. Th- going on about how nice it is and it was a fucking blizzard. And I was just like, out with the bad weather. Out with the bad weather. Also out with sun baking. I'm sick of sun baking. Yeah. I, I want to just mm, – I mean, I, I, I want to – my skin all checked the other day. In with sunscreen, out with sun baking. I want to look in after my fake skin. Tans. I've been getting yeah, – in with fake tans, I've been getting heaps of spray tans from Hayley, our friend at Spray Tan Co. She's freaking amazing if you're on the Gold Coast. The best. Yeah, so – Looking after our little skins. <laughs> Gosh. But-, um, but before we go, Elodie's book is up for an award. So we need all your help to go and vote for her to win what book of the year or something. It's Who's your favourite non-fiction book of the year. And I think you can vote if you're like a Dimmicks person or a Booktopia person, wherever you buy your books, apparently you can go on and vote. We will chuck a link up in the show notes so you can click on it. Here while you're listening or after this finishes and um, vote if you guys loved it. Thank you so much. And also just in general, thanks so much for everyone's support with the book. Like it was never something I thought I would do. Never wanted to write a book. Never thought I would need to write a book. Obviously fucking bring Chump back and fuck the book off in a second, please. But it's just been so well received and so many people are just so helped by it and it's beautiful. So in with the book. In with the book. And out with us today. Out with us today. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.